Welcome back to the Business Digest. As part of an enlightening podcast network, we're here to ignite your curiosity and inspire continuous learning. Join us as we explore the vast universe of business, unveiling a new, hand-picked, bite-sized gem of journalism in each episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode, we explore the importance of creating the right environment to set the stage for awesomeness in your business. Charlene Norman, in her article, Create the Right Environment, Set the Stage for Awesomeness, shares valuable insights on how to cultivate a workplace that fosters creativity, collaboration, and success. From establishing a positive company culture to providing the necessary tools and resources, Charlene offers practical tips to create an environment where your team can thrive. Let's dive in. Let's dive. Creating the Right Environment by Charlene Norman. Let's talk about power for a minute. We all love it. And the truth is we have way less than our team members and our families think we have, right? Well, let me share something I personally had never thought about. And I bet there's a good chance you haven't either. You know the famous Mayo Clinic, the number one medical center in the U.S.? Well, not that many years ago, the doctors there issued a statement that caused me to catch my breath, and that statement went something like this. The person who is most important to your health and well-being, way more than your family doctor, is the person you report to. Wow, talk about power, eh? I mean, oh my God, if you have a boss, that means your boss is incredibly vital to your own health and well-being. And if you're self-employed, It means the person in the mirror. And if you have a team, well, that means you are the most important component to your team's health and well-being. Oh my God, what a concept. The person who is most important to our health and well-being, way more than our family doctors, is the person we report to. Okay, let's dig a bit deeper on that. Let's look at the so-called daily grind of real work in people. Now, no matter what kind of work or position of work that we do, humans spend eight to 10 hours a day working five or six days a week with a bunch of people who often, but not always, are serious, judgmental, and competitive. And we often have a list of 20 things that we need to get done, and we can do 19 of the 20 perfectly. And all we have to do is just screw up one thing and we get dumped on from all sides for that one thing. In fact, we very rarely hear about the 19 things that we did right because, well, that's what we got paid for. And oftentimes, when we come up with new ideas, we're told varying things from, no, you're too young, you're too old, you're too something, to, I'm the boss, it's outside your pay grade, get to work, or my favorite, We've already tried it and it just doesn't work. Now, think about this. We do this eight to 10 hours a day, five or six days a week. And add on top of that, the boss who never tells us that we're doing well on the 95% of our job that we actually do excel at, but instead hounds us on the 5% we messed up on and then treats us like a mushroom most days. And that's pretty much it for so, so many working stiffs. And we do this for 40 to 50 weeks a year, 
for sometimes up to 40 years of our life. Now, does that seem like an environment that humans would naturally gravitate to? I mean, we have all experienced at least one boss from hell ourselves, right? And we know exactly what this is like. It gives us major stress, unhappiness, maybe ulcers, migraines, strange ailments in parts of the body, strange ailments that we won't go into right now. And I sure as hell don't like the, the sounds of that kind of an environment. I don't like the feel of that kind of environment because that kind of environment for me, it never allowed me to speak my mind, never allowed me to contribute, didn't give me any credit or incentive, or even allow me to participate in the smallest of decisions. As a matter of fact, that's what I call a very toxic environment, and I bet you agree with me. And anyone who supports such an environment deserves the result they get. I mean, what kind of result would they get? Well, the awful fact is exactly what we have seen over the last 40 years and exactly what we see in too many parts of the country today. Little change. 80% of our employees still don't think their employers care about them. 75% of our employees are disengaged. Plus, now we have a healthcare crisis, mainly because our systems were not designed to care for chronic illnesses. And 74% of all illnesses are chronic. A chronic illness is something that occurs for a long time. Things like heart attacks and strokes, cancer, diabetes, obesity. Did you notice how most of those chronic illnesses are driven by stress? And do I have to say that stress is basically man-made? So in the environment that most of us tolerate at work, and have tolerated for all these years is a stressful environment. And now you can see why I had a conniption when I read the statement issued by the Mayo Clinic. The person who is most important to your health and well-being, way more than your family doctor, is the person you report to. And I bet that you know that the number one reason all people leave their jobs is because of their bosses. That's a well-known and well-documented fact. No one leaves because of money, unless they're not making a living wage. Money is never the first reason. The first reason is always about the jerk that we work for. And you and I can swap stories till the cows come home about all the idiots that we have known and worked with and for. So let me ask you, since it is your responsibility, what kind of environment are you creating today? What kind of leader are you really playing? And let's be honest. Your people won't likely call you an ass to your face. But if you're still managing by even some of yesterday's toxic standards, they won't have anything nice to say behind your back. And believe me, if you simply don't care about what they say behind your back, I know that you do care about getting the most out of them. So today, the whole issue of the rising cost of healthcare, as well as the mental health issues, are on your shoulders. Full stop. They are not on your employees' shoulders. 
And unfortunately, now you don't have the luxury of blaming past generations. Now you have the responsibility of being part of the posse that fixes things fast. And good Lord, how on earth are we going to do that? Well, I have an idea. Humans are social animals. We need interaction with our fellow humans. And the number one thing we all crave is to be accepted and appreciated. Full stop. The only way I know how to exercise our power as leaders in the right way is to put the personal back into business. That is, genuinely care and treat all the people you deal with like your treasured friends. And that means we as leaders have a responsibility to our employees to ensure they go home with all the physical and mental parts that they brought with them completely intact and undamaged as when they arrived to work. I remember when the whole health, safety, and environmental thing became a legislated thing. And I thought at the time it was a great intrusion on our work lives. Just more freaking policies and procedures to follow. More damn compliance. So I fluffed it off, just like most everyone else did, as the HSE person's job or the office manager's job. I never bought into the fact that I could do anything. That wasn't my responsibility. Until one day I was chatting with a friend who was complaining about all the executives and business owners who would only do the absolute minimum in safety practices. And the result was accident statistics were not trending better. She could not understand why employers did not pay for better safety practices. And of course, I jumped up and down about the cost of implementing all the redundant safety measures, and she was horrified. She called me on the carpet. How can you be so arrogant and treat your people's body parts as much lesser than corporate cash flow? Do you really believe an employee should go home with any single part of their body damaged so you can have more cash in the bank? Do you honestly believe it is not your duty to protect that employee while they give your company their best? Well, the truth was I couldn't answer her because she was right. And suddenly, the well-being of my people became more important than just the cash in the bank. One of my guiding principles became everyone is entitled to go home with the same physical body in exactly the same physical form they arrived in. But I have to admit, I never once considered the huge cost of the mental strain most of us employees endure. And that stunned me. And while I did learn how to be a better than average boss and was complimented by my own teams much later on my abilities to foster a decent work environment, today I don't believe decent is enough. Because here's the thing. When our team members and colleagues leave work Mentally frustrated, they take that frustration out on their families. So it's the throw a rock in the water and watch how big the ripples grow. You can say something crappy to a person during the day, and they're going to say something crappy to someone else, who will then say something crappy to someone else, and so it goes. But it's not just what you said, it's the effect that you've had on so many lives from saying one crappy thing. And that is what boggled my mind. That is the real impact of the real power we hold as bosses or leaders. 
And my message today is you are responsible for the man or woman in your mirror and the man or woman on your team, both their physical and their emotional being. So you have a huge impact on their health and their well-being. And that, my friend, is power. That really puts things in perspective, doesn't it? Our first priority is to create the right environment that protects our team's health and our team's well-being. Catch you on the next blogcast. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Psychology Digest, The Technology Digest, The Self-Improvement Digest, and Daily Business News. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.